We are the ultimate bad review. Roll camera. Camera rolling. Roll sound. South speed. You look in the camera and Runa take, you're dead. Marcus! Action! You know Quentin Tarantino? I love his movies. I fucking hate Forrest Gump. There's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Take back the screen! The Directors Guild of America will bring down its swift sword of justice on you rank amateurs. The enormity of their stupidity is just overwhelming. Uh, do we know when the new Studio Ghibli movie's coming out? It's sometime. It's like the. I think it's December eighteenth or December eighth. It is. It is in December though. The international release. Ooh, that's exciting. Because it already had the premiere in Japan, but now now it's getting the. People loved it. It did. It did great. I will say it's a huge L that it went from How Do You Live to yeah. The Boy and the Heron. I'm like that's the a best title change of the year. The Easy. best title change of the year. Translation, I guess. That's a horrible translation. It's terrible. How right? do it's you terrible. live? Sounds yeah. like like what a devastating movie. Yeah, and and I've well, it, it was supposed to be his his exit movie. <laughs> yeah, and the classic, you know, I don't know what the fuck to do with my yeah. life. I'm just gonna. Keep I'll making just make movies. another movie. Yeah, and which is great. Like, just like why? that's cool. Yeah, but like don't don't be like. I'm gonna retire. Oh, never mind. I can't do anything else. Psych. Yeah. I'm back. <laughs> I'm okay with it though. Let him keep making movies. He doesn't I mean, make. Personally, I love I love Miyazaki. He doesn't make bad movies, and that's really the fear is that it's like at some point he's gonna have to put out a bad movie, and it can't be the one he dies on. Yeah. That cannot be how this goes. That's true. I really wonder though, based on the reception of the boy and the the heron, that it is, it's gonna be. Unlike anything we've seen from Studio yeah. Ghibli, Ghibli, Ghibli—I don't even know how to say it—but it's, you know, the one. I'm really, I'm really excited. Yeah, uh, yeah, it sounds great, and uh, I'm excited. Hopefully, it comes to our theater. Uh, oh God! It will, but... good if point. not, I bet Alamo will get it, and oh, we just yeah. have That's an excuse to go point. to the Alamo. Yeah, yeah there you yeah, go. We'll and the, and they'll they'll probably put out an event for it. They'll probably sell merch for that movie. They'll probably man. do like a thing like, "Yo, come at when we open, and we're just gonna be playing Ghibli movies all day I until the premiere, or even like the week prior to yeah. them getting it. They're 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 good with. with I would absolutely like get involved in something like that. I would, yeah. It, it's. I wish we had an Alamo here. I don't think that our crowds would they wouldn't get it. it. Yeah, and it, it would probably have to close down, but <laughs> I wish yeah. we did have one here. Yeah. No, I damn it. We can have a ghost shop, but we can't have an Alamo. <laughs> right, yeah. The ghost shop makes more sense personally just because of where we're located in, in, in Virginia, but... True, I, I guess that's fair. Being around know, so many know, Civil War sites, I don't know how many Lynch Lynchburgians or Virginians are gonna purchase ghost equipment. There is that. We'll see. Molly was saying that they like supply like ghost hunters and ghost adventures, though. Like that place in particular mm -hmm. supplies them, and I'm like, that's crazy. It is really cool. And that's kind of nuts. I think that the shop itself is is really cool. I I, I still need to check it out. Best say, have you been in yet? Time. No. We went the night that it opened. Really? It was, it okay. was, it was something else. It was otherworldly. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> I was like, there was me and like Molly in there who were both like, we believe in ghosts. Yeah. This is fun. I'm enjoying this. And then there were people that were like, give me your credentials. Like, yeah. I need to know everything you know about ghosts. And like, they showed us like a bunch of like the shit that they build there, which was all super cool. Probably fake, but it was yeah. still super cool. 
But people were like really into it, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, we gotta like get out of here." <laughs> we gotta leave. Yeah, like I'm into this, but not as much as you are. Not as much as these people are. Yeah. I'm the guy. I'm the guy that like I went. I went you know, quote unquote ghost hunting when I was when I was like in high school, and the first year of college, kind of yeah. stuff. It's fun, but I, I wouldn't like base my whole life around it. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like where I'm at with Galaxy's Edge right now. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to pay the full ticket, and I sure as hell ain't going to pay Disney to actually... I'm shaking the jar. I wish I had my wallet. I actually do have a dollar. Convenient. I need to, I need to put a Convenient. I need to put many dollars in there, but uh, yeah. But you're I'm, fine with the YouTube videos. I am. Walk I'm through. okay. I'm, see, it's like I will settle for, for, for the free I've YouTube video I've watched them with you. You don't have to throw me out like that, man. I didn't, I, I didn't know didn't that. Didn't you cry during I, one of them? I dragged you into it. I cried <laughs> watching the the hotel video. Oh, that's the, even worse the, now. The, the, the Star Wars hotel that was shut down. It was like Star Cruiser or something yeah, like that. Yeah, some, something called. like that. I don't know. Yeah, it's like it was so stupid. But I, yeah, I watched the uh, performance from within the hotel whenever Kylo Ren <laughs> infiltrates the ship and fights Rey. And I, I had to shed it a couple of tears. You, yeah, it got yeah. me. It got me in my feels. I literally had a moment where I started I laughing joyfully, and then I just started crying. It was just like, <laughs> what the hell is wrong with me? I can't even. I can't even. I want to make fun of you, but I can't because I, I know that I've done that to movies that we've watched on this show. Yeah. <laughs> like, like when we first started that, and that we watched Bell all together. Like, although to be fair, I think Joey and I both were, yeah, were crying movie. by the end of that movie. <laughs> It's it's a fine movie. I, I listen, man. I'm not I'm not gonna knock yeah. it, but we all we all have our little things that just get to us. Yeah. I don't know why Star Wars gets to me. Dude, it doesn't make sense. I totally get that. I cry, I cry at the most ridiculous movies. It, it's always like embarrassing. I'm like, am I really crying? Right now? Like, what's wrong? What's, what is what's wrong? the last movie you cried to? Oh man, dude. So I, X. Oh, me, no dumb money. I teared up a little. You bit. cried during. How was it? I know it's it's embarrassing, but it was like it was wholesome, and I literally yeah. teared up. It was real. I actually really liked it. Did you watch it? No. No. Okay. I, I, was, I, was, I was like, did you watch the end? I was like, the ending is actually like, it's pretty wholesome, and it's like moving, and it's like, fuck Wall Street at the same time, and and it has Paul Dano. So I, I, how could I not cry? But yeah, that's that is. I literally cried at that movie. That was an instance where I was like, "Am I really tearing up at yeah, dumb like, money right now?" <laughs> What's happening? A movie about GameStop. <laughs> a movie about. Damn man. Pretty much. But hey. Yeah, it happens. You live, you learn. That's why I love movies. So that's but... true. <laughs> I think, I think the last movie I teared up during was the last time that I watched um, Evangelion's Thrice Upon a Time. Every time it's and it's every time yeah. I watch them. Every time the ray head like comes out of of the gates of Guff, and that symphony is playing so fucking loudly behind it, I'm like, oh my god! And wow. all it's saying over and over again is like, love is impossible to find. And I'm like, oh my god! I listen to it all the time at work, nice. and it will give me like one single tear. Or every now and again, I'll listen to that tumbling down song from End of Evangelion, and I'll just be like, yeah. fuck. Yeah. Just, oh my god. <laughs> I will say that uh, another kind of funny cry moment, even when I was a kid and I I watched it today yeah. and was remember I just remembered how deeply moved I was by this scene. 
um, Scooby Doo, the 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 live action remake. Whenever the gang splits up in the, At the first beginning? ten minutes of the movie, I used that used to gut me every time. What? Because, because <laughs> simply because Shaggy, simply because I swear to God, I literally have I literally have a reason that 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 it literally dawned on me today. It's when Shaggy says that. He's literally describing the gang as a banana split, as as like everyone has a place in the split, and then they're like, "Fuck this, I'm out of here." And that that used to hurt me so much. I was wait, like, dude, this dude wait, loves you so go. much, <laughs> yeah. And you're just splitting up because you guys are idiots, and one of you so stupid that you're an idiot. I mean, so so smart that you're an idiot. So I was like, so stupid they're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Velma too, because when you when you get two stupids, it makes. That's Apparently, smart. a scientist who can work at NASA and Mystery Incorporated. I, I guess that's how smart Velma is in that in in the universe, which explains her lab. And I'm kind of jumping ahead, but I was <laughs> yeah. so confused when they were in Mystery Incorporated, like the building. I'm like, how did we get yeah. it? that place? Looks like looks copacetic, we, man. Yeah. I, we may have made a mistake with picking the second one. <laughs> I, I, you watched well, the first one. Though. I watched the first See, the one. The first one is good. <laughs> whoa, 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 I'm, whoa, whoa! I will stand by this, Nick. I, we're we're kind of jumping yeah. ahead. Yeah, let's not jump yeah, the gun I'll, too I'll, I was, I was like, to break a little bit. Sorry, I kind of kind of opened up the I, floodgates with my. With I want to. <laughs> I want to first also. I want to also apologize for uh, keeping Kermit down here for so long. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Kermit's literally just been chilling down here, guys. Right, right next to the mic. And he's just been anticipating the next time that we 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 came down here. So we're let me th- we're glad to have him here. Let me tell you the thing that Kermit the Frog witnessed down here. Uh-oh. Oh, no, we witnessed. <laughs> I'm okay. It's it's not bad. I, I should I should preface 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 with that. Yeah. Yeah. I um so it's kind of on the hush hush. I'm just gonna bring it very briefly on here. I'm working on a new uh film project. And I'm I'm well I'm, I'm pretty pretty heavy into it. I'm hoping to release it next year, but um I sent it to a couple people as like feelers. I sent it to you guys. Um, I sent it to um, I sent it to you know a couple of other friends. I I sent it to my college friend Brady. I love Brady. Brady and I nice. were really really good friends. He moved uh to Ohio. Now he lives in Texas. Um, Shout out to Brady. Brady's great. Yeah. And but we. We'll hit each other up. It's almost like clockwork. We're like, I'll be like, man, I haven't thought about Brady in a minute. And Brady will show up and send me like the most flabbergastingly insane thing I've ever seen in my life. And it's <laughs> always so fun. And so I had sent him the videos. And a couple weeks later, he reached out to me and said that he really liked it. Um, and he was just like, you know, how you been? What's going on? And so we're catching up. And I was like, what have you been up to? And he goes, I bought a Japanese PS1. Oof. And I was like, why? <laughs> because it's. It's 2023. If you want a video game, you could just emulate it for free. Yeah, like right. that was not a free console. I know that. And he sends me this picture of this of this game. It, the, the title's in Japanese. I can't read it. And I was like, "What is this? It looks. It's literally like um the cover is like a boy holding a net in a field of sunflowers with this beautiful blue sky. And I was like, "What is this? This looks this looks crazy." And he. He's like, it's this game that I literally bought the Japanese PlayStation to play because it. He's like, you can emulate it, but apparently the best experience is on the actual console. And I was like, okay, sure. And I'm like, how'd you hear about this game? And he sends me a six and a half hour video of one guy's review of this game. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus. Whoa. Okay, deep dive. So yeah. oh I was like, 
And I was like, Brady would. Like, this makes, yeah, sure. this makes enough sense. And he's like, he's like, I'm aware this is six and a half hours. Don't, you don't need to watch it all. And it's like, like immediately, but I do recommend getting, like watching it. I was like, okay, sure. I'll it's watch a big it. Commitment, but I, yeah. I will say it. I've always found it very impressive. Just side note, whenever YouTubers post something like that, that takes a lot of work, man. I mean, no matter what the topic is, to post anything above like an hour is kind of insane. Yeah. Sure. So, I turn on this video and I'm like, I'll just watch like the first like 15 minutes. I'm sure I can get the kind of vibe that I'm gonna get in the next six and a half hours. <laughs> and this guy's like, he has this very like. Not deep, but he has a very, like, raspy kind of voice. And he's like, it's like, this is my review of uh, Boku no Natsuyasumi or My Summer Vacation. And that's literally what it translates to. The game is just called My Summer Vacation. And all you do is play as a kid in Japan who goes to the countryside in 1975 and has a summer vacation. And I watched this guy play this game. I watched this guy break this game down. I am five and a half hours into this video now. Oh my goodness. And I was down here, because I have the exercise bike back yeah. here, so I just put it on my phone and watch it oh, nice. while yeah, I'm on my bike. Rode. But like, I'm like sobbing at like one point. Like It was like the most <laughs> beautiful fucking thing I'd ever seen in my that's, life. The way awesome. he's describing, like, it wasn't just that the game was like, it looked and sounded incredible. It was that... This guy had such a visceral reaction to playing <laughs> to it this that it, like, his bizarrely, like, I think at this point in the video, for me, has ruined his life. Oh, my goodness. Like, he finishes this game, and, it, like, it's like, I live in New York, and I went to Kansas, where I spent the first 15 years of my life, and just decided to go around in all the old stomping grounds, only to find that there were no stomping grounds anymore. They had taken down everything that I held dear, and... I went to went to my elementary school and went to see if anybody that I that I knew was there. And he was like, while wandering the halls, I remembered my first grade teacher being the first person to ever leave a real impact on me, only to find out that she had died ten years ago. And he's like, and that was such a weird feeling to realize that someone that changed my entire perspective died without knowing me, and I died or she died without me knowing that she was dead. And I was just like, holy shit! Like it yeah, was yeah. so. It was so brutal. And it's just like getting down to like the nitty gritty of just like, I realized that memories will never remember you the way you remember them. <laughs> it's like, whoa. Okay. Yeah. So I had to download this game, but Deep like. Game. Yeah. Okay. So, so you. Yeah. I have it upstairs. I haven't booted it up yet. You're but, just going to emulate it. Though. Yeah. But there's only, it. it's only in Japanese. There's no English translation for it. So I just have to play it. Just play but it. But it is apparently going to ruin my fucking life. But yeah, Kermit watched me. On Sob. this exercise yeah. bike, sweating bullets, Listen, he fucking does, crying. He, he doesn't judge. He doesn't judge. There's no judgment in those eyes, in those frog-like eyes. I'm sure he was there when Matt was crying to Ray. Yo, that's and, that's true. Yeah. He's been there for me multiple times. He's watched many movies where I've cried, and he just is very stoic. <laughs> I've never seen him really break character once. Kermit the stoic. Kermit the stoic. <laughs> I agree. He do be kind of stoic -y. He is, he is my, my guide in this life. Your shaman? My shaman, if you'll say. There you go. Yeah. He's got the robe. I mean. Yeah. He's got, he could tend to be, he could be shaman-esque. Yeah. Yeah. And his, and his, his, his lightsaber isn't, isn't really a lightsaber. It's more like a wand or like a staff. Yeah. Yeah. 
or it could Kermit be the shaman. or it could be his object of torment. Ah, uh, <laughs> the pain shaman. The, the, sure, Kermit. It could be his murder weapon. Kermit the murderer. <laughs> Kermit the murderer. It went. It went so drastically to there. Yeah, so he went from shaman to murderer. Kind of like Billy Loomis in Scream. Welcome to the Shot the hey. Chaser podcast. A podcast where we review movies. I don't even know why we did this combination, if I'm being honest with you. Because we have to. But I don't know if we have to. This was your suggestion. Oh, this yeah. one really threw me off. We have to. <laughs> I can't think of a correlation other than the one that we all have. <laughs> Matthew Lillard, baby! For tonight's shot, we watched Wes Craven's amazing classic, Scream, the original, not these Jenna Ortega bullshit reboots which I will be going into and gutting like a fish during our Scream review. And then to chase this down, I don't know the, the director's name, but I do know that James Gunn wrote, wrote and, it. Produced, and it. produced it. Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. Ayo! Scooby-Doo! Yeah. That's, yeah. I wish that I had, I think I have a, a soundboard clip of the Scooby-Doo. Oh, do it. Hold on. Unleash it. Oh, yeah. Here we go. That's fucking terrifying. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, that was. I didn't like that <laughs> one bit. The Scooby laugh. Iconic. I'm Nick. I'm Matt. And I'm Joey. Hell yeah. What up, everybody? Thanks for joining us. Thank you for listening to Cry Corner, where we discuss all of the things that made us cry this week. Um, per usual. Did any movies you watched this week make you cry? Yeah, Scooby-Doo and whatnot. That's what I was going to say. Um... I actually didn't finish Scooby Doo One. Sorry, but I, I so I I did get to watch. Let me actually. What did I watch? This is a good question. Oh my god! I'm not even signing the letterbox. I'm so brother. Sorry. I know. Well, I'm while you're doing that, precious. I can go. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, what I watched this week. Um, I actually went to the theater like all day last Thursday. I think it Yo. was, which is where I watched Dumb Money. I love Paul Dano. It's really hard for me to watch a movie that he's in that is uh, bad. I, I just I love that guy. Right. Um, so that movie it was be- it was actually better than I thought. It was good. Um, I watched the Stop Making Sense. How was document- it? Document or not the concert? It yeah. was really good. It was Talking Heads. I think Matt had seen it like the week before, so he he kind of talked about it. It was a, it, it's just a concert. It's a lot of fun. Uh, David Byrne is incredible like his like stage presence is really good i need to see it yeah it's worth it um but then another movie that i i to be honest i had to choose between either the creator or this movie and i chose to go with this movie over the creator what'd you see it's called it's a movie called she came to me it's a rebecca miller movie it's i hadn't heard i went in completely blind I I don't really know anything she's made except there was a movie she made with Greta Gerwig that I watched like Greta Gerwig and Ethan Hawke, and I watched like thirty minutes of it and turned it off because it's, <laughs> it, it was not what I was expecting. Um, I I kind of want to finish it, but uh, I just haven't. Yeah, you're like ah, yeah. I'm good. But I I didn't even know that walking into this movie, and I had no I I had yes. no plan. Yeah. Do you know what another movie she's made? No, I know what she came to me is now. Because I was like, what yeah. is this? Because this yeah. poster popped up on my letterbox like four times this week. Really? From people probably. that I followed that were, that had, that were reviewing one it. one of them, yeah. You are indeed. <laughs> it has Peter Dinklage, has Anne Hathaway, Marissa Tomei. Um, and it it's about a guy who's like an opera like writer, composer. Mm. 
um, who's like going through a lot of writer's block, and he's he's already famous, and somehow he married his wife, or not, he married his therapist, who's Anne Hathaway, and that is just like a bad idea, and he like comes upon, or she came to him, uh, Marissa Tomei, and it's it's like kind of weird, but it's one of those movies that like by the end you were kind of sucked in and it was like this heartwarming it's definitely like a romantic drama movie was it like a rom-com no it wasn't very funny that's part of it <laughs> oh, okay yeah he wasn't it was it, if anything it was like you're watching peter dinklage just be miserable for like an hour and a half <laughs> And b by Jesus. the end of it, it was it wasn't the worst thing, but it, it was it was better than I was expecting to go into to go in blind, and uh, I, to be honest, I think it's probably it's probably gonna be better than the creator. So I think I did make the better decision, but damn, yeah, uh, Throwing Gareth Edwards I, under the I bus. I will say, my fr Brady, the guy that got me to watch the six and a half hour YouTube video, saw the creator and said it is just as good as District Nine. Oh, hey, man, that's, I'm that's, nervous. That's pretty, pretty decent. That's a high... I hope it's good. That's a high praise. Yeah, Because, I mean, like, he's the only person I've heard say anything good about it, then. Really? Yeah. Very true, yeah, because everyone else who I've seen posting about it, they're always saying that it's... It's not that it's mediocre, it's just yeah. that they, they just keep stating, you've seen this all before, yeah. like, Garrett It's like, Edwards. it's visually pleasing, but mm. that's it. That's, yeah. like, that's what I see a lot of. Damn. Yep. Brady, don't let me down, man. I've just, I've just hyped you up for, like, the last, like, <laughs> ten minutes of this podcast. I mean, at yeah. the same time, I, I will say that I don't know why people are necessarily docking the movie for doing that, because yeah. that's what all those other movies which they're referencing are yeah. doing in theory. Because they, they're always referencing Star Wars or Blade Runner, yeah. Alien stuff. I mean, Ridley Scott and like George Lucas films primarily, yeah. but it's just trying to be another one of those. Let I it will be probably that. Ain't nothing like, wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I probably I watch it. But I, I want to see it. But I felt like I, I kind of wanted to see it like an IMAX. I feel like if I'm going to see a movie that like it's I have big. a low expectation for, like let me see it in the best possible quality to just. I feel up like it. you have like a week left to do that. I know <laughs> I'm not going to be able to pull it off. Maybe right? yeah. it's like it might it be is. already gone. Yeah, for real. Because Barbie's coming back to IMAX, and I think uh, Scorsese's movie is coming to IMAX. That and, and that I will not miss an IMAX. That I will absolutely see an I, IMAX. It's going to be good. Yeah, I didn't. I yeah, I I don't know how I'm gonna see it, but I. I We're all gonna go together. It's gonna be our Oppenheimer, baby. We're gonna go see. We're gonna uh, go see it. We should. Uh, we should okay. try to see it in in, in IMAX. Because I think that comes can. out like next week. I think you're right. I'm so, pretty sure yeah. it's next like, week. Yeah, we yeah we might need we to plan can. it. Yeah, yeah, I'd be down. I don't think I've got anything going on next weekend. I might have something going on on Saturday. I can't recall. No, I I right now I don't. Not have this anything. upcoming as weekend, but next it's weekend. The weekend. Yeah. Then I I could I could probably swing it. Yeah, I'd but, have to figure something yeah, out. But yeah, look, look at your schedule. Yeah, we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. And then, yeah, you know, obviously, folks, we'll share our thoughts once we see it. But as you're all anticipating, yeah. <laughs> um, so okay. I finally got logged in to my to my letterbox. Yes, and I actually remembered watch. what the what the hell I watched. I watched the other two shorts from the Wes Anderson oh nice quadrilogy or whatever it is it's just, it's just a quad whatever four movies the four and part thing the four part thing that's the best way to say it oh the shorts the roll doll shorts yeah. yeah and I will say that um, I didn't watch the last one I haven't watched any of them yet yeah I haven't seen I haven't seen Poison but I've seen all the other ones all the other ones Cool. So I do think that Poison is arguably the funniest one. Okay. Personally, I think I think it's just very very funny. It was great. Rat Catcher, I think, 
this is just kind of a harebrained idea, but I think that it shows that Wes Anderson could make a horror movie and it would be fucking awesome. Yeah, I agree, dude. It would be so fucking good, Um, but but he's not going to do that. But but I was like, oh my God, that was was kind of weird Because who plays the rat catcher again? Uh, Ralph, Voldemort, yeah, Ralph, Ralph Fiennes. Fiennes. Oh, he's he's, he's menacing when he's dude, evil. Dude, yeah, and like, and like, the menu, well, like, the menu. Like, yeah, he's not even necessarily evil. There's just a scene where <laughs> he has to attack a rat and he kills it with his with his mouth. And it's yeah. like how it's it's very Wes Anderson how it's presented. But yeah, I was like, whoa, it's one of the darkest things I've seen. Movies. I yeah, agree yeah, from I mean, him. It was cool. I was like, that was interesting. Like it was very it was just different from what from whatever. I need to do it. They're all out now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Did yeah, you what? What did you think of the Swan? Because that I is like the Swan. Yeah. I was I gonna love, say that's probably the the most recent thing I've cried at because that got it, me, man. Yeah, dude. I know, especially at the end. <laughs> yeah. I know it. All of them are so worth watching. I need to do especially it, especially the audience. If you enjoy Wes Anderson, I think it's some of the best material. I that do, he's put in, out. I do indeed enjoy it, some Wes Anderson. I, I kind of want to buy the book long, now, so. from because it's like these are all short stories in like one novel book. or yeah. volume. Yeah, and uh, cool. they they all sound incredible. I, I, and I'm assuming the way they're written and like made, it seems like they're just like straight from the book. Like yeah, he's like, very delicate with the. With like the yeah. source material, even with with these in in particular, and and you'll see exactly. But it it's like there is a narrator the whole time, so it's it's someone is one of the characters is always speaking. There's, yeah, there, there's never a moment where there's not any dialogue, which can be a little overstimulating. But then once you get into it, you're just like, okay, this is actually really, really, really well done. Yeah, it, it's great. Um, I did get to watch House of a Thousand Corpses as well. I just wanted just to mention that saw it on the big screen for the first time. I was gonna say, did you see the Regal? I did. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it was great. It was it it was fun. It was everything I wanted, and it even had a little video from Rob Zombie at the beginning, just introing. Really. Yeah, talking about how exactly he he came up with the idea for the movie. That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I like I like the 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 whole vibe that the studio saw the cut that is out right now, and they were like, we can't put this out. So it just sat on the shelf for three years because Rob Zombie was like, "I'm not gonna recut it." Yeah, like it's it's just yeah. it is what it is. Like that that's what the movie is, and then eventually Lionsgate picked it up, and that and that's how it got made. And Lionsgate was like, "You don't have to make any changes to it." So it, it's like it's pretty interesting how you know he stayed, go, he stayed true. He stayed true to to his creative integrity. I totally understand why it's so sloppy, and on 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 the big screen, it's even sloppier. It's like it's almost like the movie was made for 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 TV, like not, <laughs> not, not for the big screen. Uh, but it was still so fun. It, it, it's such a giant movie. I don't know how else to put it. There's just there's a lot going on visually. I might need to go back and rewatch it. I saw it when I was like twelve or thirteen, and I was like, I am not having fun. <laughs> And you watched it for the first time, like, this year, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched it for the first time just... I think it was just because I was at... Well, I either watched it on Tubi, shocking, or <laughs> or I went to Walmart. Excuse me, I didn't go on Walmart. It was actually on sale. It was like a Prime Flash sale or something. And then all three movies were only 10 bucks. So oh, I was yeah, like, I remember that. It. I do remember that. And then I think I watched the first one. I loved it. Watched the second one. Loved it. Watched the third one. It was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this, I mean, this is still a steal to get two it is. good movies. Yeah, man. So it was great. Nice. Nick, what did you watch this week? Well, I'm going to start with the good. 
I watched Ernest Scared Stupid the other night. It's on Redacted, so you can watch it at any given moment. I will say, what a wild ride. I I saw it as a kid and I remember being like very scared like the whole time as a kid. And a lot of people that I've talked to were like, yeah, as a kid, like that movie's like really it's it can be a lot. And watching it as an adult, I was like, no, I think maybe I was just a baby. Like this is this is some ridiculous shit. Whoa. Cause he's like, it's it's like they used they reused costumes from um, Killer Clowns from Outer Space for like the monsters in the movie. Um, do, they, do they still look like clowns? Or? No, they they're like it's like they repainted their faces, but the facial really? structure is there. Okay, um, they're trolls, and their weakness is is milk, which they don't find out until way later in the movie. Okay, but the journey to figure that out is nuts. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and it's just hijinks like you wouldn't believe. And like there's yes. a specific part that movie just takes off and doesn't stop. Like they oh like God, foot to the ground on the gas pedal. There's a scene like where he's like getting attacked by a troll, and he was like, "You don't want to do this, man. I'm training all kinds of martial arts. I'm 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 in Tai Chi, Kung Fu, Chow Man. I saw WrestleMania three or Hulkamania three times, once in slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, like what's, I was like, what's happening? Yeah, I love that. I it was Ernest. so that was that was great. Um, high recommendation. Up I next will that. be Ernest Saves Christmas, but then Matt and I experienced a movie that. We talked about briefly last week. We were like, it's probably going to be bad, but how bad can it truly be? We yeah. saw Exorcist Believer. And we are not believers. <laughs> not in Gordon Green. David Gordon Green, we're not. They've it, actually been deceived. Yeah. God played a trick on you. Yeah. It was... I'm, the reviews came out, I was like, it cannot be this bad. Like, I knew it was going to be bad, but this is brutal. Yeah. I mean, I remember waking up and seeing the Rotten Tomato score, and I was like, 22. Yeah. I was like, that oh, can't was like, be right. What the fuck? I was expecting like a 50, a <laughs> yeah, 60. Right. Like, I'd be like, all right, yeah. Like, at yeah, least we'll have, some, good. we'll have some fun. That movie, it felt like if they had a Marvel director come in and be like, I want you to do like this kind of like <laughs> dark turn kind of a thing, but still make it, make it fun. Yeah. Make it sexy, make it cool, but make it just a little fucked up, you know? <laughs> and like, it was like, all right, sure. And we get into this movie, and I would say the first 30 minutes, like, we're all sitting there like, this isn't terrible. Like, this is actually pretty, like, it's pretty solid. Like, let's let's see where it's going. Because we're also, I don't know about you, I'm thinking this movie did not tell me the entire plot right in front of my face. I was like, they must have had some, there must be something I'm not seeing. Nope. <laughs> like, it is, they just said it. It is literally, <clears throat> spoiler alert, it is literally a movie about two girls that leave school after school, go into the woods, and they go into, like, this tunnel underground, Yeah. Um, and they play, like, a game. It, they literally try to hypnotize each other. One girl holds a candle, one girl takes, like, a necklace back and forth, and that act, because they're using it to try and talk to the dead, that act causes the same demon from the first exorcist to come back. Oh, man. Which doesn't make an iota of sense. Does, yeah, especially because... Captain Howdy is from like what Afghanistan? Yeah, or he's like that? yeah. So it it was weird, and once the girls become possessed, the movie like drastically like it starts to nosedive and it never picks back up. I would say right when the one girl does the whole body in the blood bit, that movie is doomed because like immediately following that, they're like, we need someone to help us. We're gonna go get the girl, the mom from the first movie. 
who gets her eyes gouged out almost immediately in that movie. Like, within probably five minutes of her being on screen. Which, I didn't mind that part. No. I, 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 I kind of liked how she kind of showed up. She, she was like, I'm not an exorcist. And then... Tried to mind, exercise yeah, the demon. I'm going to fucking exercise the demon. And then immediately get stabbed in the eyes. Which, which I thought was funny. But the movie isn't... It's it, not as mean spirited as the as, as the original. In, and it felt in, in like, my opinion, it felt yeah. like the like having her have her eyes gouged out immediately almost felt like this was a cash grab. We just needed you to see the character. It would be yeah. like if we watched The Force Awakens and they killed Han Solo in the first five minutes of seeing him. Right, and then you'd be, be like, like oh "Whoa, what the God, hell?" Yeah. yeah, I will say that it did frustrate me. Uh, you know, whenever she's in the hospital bed wrapped up bandaged and as, she lives. as they're as they're performing uh, the exorcism she's like literally lifting her hands and like doing a palpatine force yeah. interaction type motion it was so weird i was like what the fuck is going on in this yeah. movie it, it was just it had jumped off the deep end into some weird shit that the first one simply just never never went into and I mean, and like her whole bit is that she's like oh yeah my daughter doesn't talk to me anymore because I wrote a book about everything that happened, so we don't talk anymore. But end of the movie, like last, like last thirty seconds, the girl that played her daughter in the original movie shows up, and it felt like such a like the, Reagan will return in Exorcist Two. Yeah, and it was it like was so frustrating. Then, I think with like thirty minutes left to go, they go into the exorcism scene, and that's the rest of this movie is the exorcism. So I was like, I remember thinking like, oh wow we're only like an hour 20 into this movie it's like an hour 50 like we're in it for the long haul this better this is going to be what fixes this movie is like a horrifying exorcism and it's just so fucking boring one girl Dude. the one girl that's like like doing dab she's not doing dab it's with the one girl that's like smoking like right before like, everything okay, happens yeah, dude there's like i i don't know really how to, how to how to describe her she's like she's like a priestess of a i think it's a african either a african or african-american centered faith some something like that sure and she which, which is totally fine but it was just so funny to see like the juxtaposition of like the other holy people i guess at yeah. i don't know how to describe them that's they're true because it's the ordained it's the they're parents like, it's it's the it's the believers. nurse it's the nurse who was going to be a nun um it's um the the Jerry Falwell or Jonathan Falwell looking ass priest that yeah, yeah, uh, or yeah, pastor yeah, yeah, excuse yeah, pastor, me yeah he was there yeah. and then the one yeah. priest who shows up right before the exorcism and is like the church said no so i'm out but you can do it but you can yeah then he hands yeah. the bible to like i'm not saying this in a sexist way he hands the bible to a woman and it's like no catholic priest on god's green earth would have handed yeah, that woman yeah, a bible yeah. and said exercise these demons like, now. Anyone can do it by I don't know if it was a Bible. I think it was the book of rights or whatever that, that, that they read to exercise demons. They still wouldn't have given it to her. No, but still, yeah. I was like, that just seems like an even un more unlikely yeah. piece of whatever literature I guess you're giving to her. and be like, you, you should do this. And she speaks like fluent Latin and her whole shtick was that she's like, oh, I was going to be a, I was going to be a nun like 40 years ago, but yeah. I got pregnant and then aborted the kid. And so then I didn't want to be a nun anymore. And I was like, all right, okay. And then she was just like, like going in on that Latin. I was like, no, <laughs> I took two years of Latin. If you, if I had to read a Latin sentence right now, it would not, it would be nonsense. It yeah. wouldn't sound even kind of right. Um, I even struggle with, with pig Latin. So. I struggle with fucking English, dude. Yeah, There's right. no way. And so it's, 
the exorcism is really boring. It's yeah. not graphic. Like, nothing really happens. It's, like, just them, like, yelling. There's, yeah. like, no blood whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and it's just a lot of, like, we're gonna win. Oh, the demon's winning. Oh, we're back. Oh, it's so over. We're yeah. back. We have never been more back. It's over, Kings. Like, Dude, it's... I will say that the worst part of the entire exorcism is when Captain Howdy plays Uno Reverse and literally pretends to kill... I guess pretends is the only way to explain it. He kills one of the girls... And then psych, we're gonna kill the other girl instead. Why is that the worst part? It just doesn't make sense. It I, makes I, sense. I, it's just silly. It's the fun. Come on, man. A demon One lies. A demon. A demon would lie. He was inhabiting both bodies simultaneously. So yeah. one's gonna die though. So which... also they're playing this weird game with the demon too. That's like. If you can exercise us, then these girls will live. If you cannot, then one will die. I was like, what the fuck is that? That is also very weird that like one like like that's how they that's how they exercise they don't tend to be exercise him, they just make a deal with him, lose the deal, and he's like, Okay, well I'm leaving now. (laughs) Yeah, he's like I'm gonna I guess that's true. I didn't think of it that way. God, I I hate it even more now. Yeah. It's just it's just like but like cause like Captain Howdy, who the fuck is is even Captain Howdy? Like if you watch the first movie, there's not a lot said about this demon. He's also a demon, by the way, so he's gotta be like the most malicious evil thing you ever experienced in order to be a demon. I just didn't get that vibe from this movie. Kinda goofy. At the same time, that's what I always like. It's true. Hated I mean, from the of. yeah, from the from from the original, yeah, he likes yeah. to say the most obtuse things, which is completely absent from this movie. Really, and the body oh, yeah. and the blood is like, it's just. I definitely agree. It, it, it's just everything that they say. It's not on the same par. I understand why they can't be as offensive. I, yeah, that, I'm not saying you should be offensive. Gutless, but yeah, it just it make it makes the the, the villain a little. Well, will you see the sequel? Depends. On Pass. Yeah, I meant to say. <laughs> but yeah, if it was like a Fathom event, hell no. <laughs> like I would not travel for this movie in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, no. I now I'm I'm hoping that it just gets better. I don't know how it's gonna get better because the foundation which they've laid. Yeah. Wet not, sand. Not interesting. And wet sand. Terrible. And you, terrible. The, this director usually regresses. Yeah, movie, honestly, so. he's it's true. He usually starts uh, out really. Maybe well. he's gonna reverse. He's gonna reverse he's gonna Uno it, so where he starts off like on Halloween and then, ends, and then the last one will be like, "Wow, that was so good." Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> It'll I make mean, you appreciate the first one more, or right, something yeah. like that. It was just That's like, true. it was just so and. The movie ends with no room for a sequel. Like it, <laughs> it wraps up that story with no. There's no. There's no post credit scene. Oh, there is God. no like. There's no like. Oh, I wonder what happens next. Like one girl dies. One girl is a okay, and then you see everybody's lives That's and everything's it. fine. Yeah, like everyone's good. It's like okay, but I guess it's as easy as just taking a little pendant, a flashlight, going into a cave. And you can get possessed that easily. It literally felt like like conservative moms that are against Harry Potter. Like this is how they describe like <laughs> witchcraft to their children. It's oh just man, goofy. people are fucking dumb. So fuck David Gordon Green. Fuck this movie. Yeah, this, this movie. was this was awful. Uh, no. It was a jarring experience that I have like so little good to say about. I wonder how much it's made so far. I, I can't think, imagine. I think it's broken even because it was like a forty something mil- or thirty or forty million dollar budget. That's crazy. I, mean, I think it's at fifty mil right now. It's just going to keep. They're going to keep making them. Yep. 
Because people keep coming it, to watch them. They, I mean, they have to. They spent four hundred million on the reboot. Yeah. They've gotta. They gotta get their money's worth out of it. They just maybe want might want to take it away from Danny McBride and David Gordon Green. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Give them some more comedies. Yeah. Please. Let's make Deceiver a a comedy, <laughs> a buddy comedy. A buddy. Co- See, that would be fun. I genuinely think the second one is going to be about them getting the the kid back kid from the first one no the kid that went to hell at the end of believer i genuinely think that will be the plot that's true that's what the hell though they removed her what the hell they removed her like the only line that i liked of hers from the that was in the trailer they removed it from the movie too i was like come the fuck on you can't even get this right the scene where she's like crying and she's just like i don't want to go to hell i was like jesus that's fucking haunting and they cut that line yeah she's just like i don't want to die and i was like oh fuck this (laughs) fuck Fuck this this movie Holy God. There was also, like, a mom with, like, two ten-year-old children in that theater. That like, is wild. What are you doing here? It what felt like a punishment. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Well, Jesus. That's, and, yeah, so that's that's all I watched other than the movies that we have for this evening, which Hey-o. looks like we're starting with Scream. Hey. So. Our boy. Our boy. <laughs> well, my boy. What's, what, what? Uh, Wes Craven. Wes Craven, yes. Wesley Craven. Wes Anderson. Uh, So Scream came out in 1996. Shout out to those born in 1996. It's a good time. It is a great time. Someone has taken their love of scary movies one step too far. (laughs) That's what the summary says. No, excuse me. That's what the, the tagline reads. This is what the summary says. A killer known as Ghostface begins killing off teenagers... And as the body count begins rising, one girl and her friends find themselves contemplating the rules of horror movies as they find themselves living in a real-life one. Coming in at a strong whopping 4.0 on Letterboxd. This is crazy. This is a great movie. Like, not just as like a a good like horror movie, but like it's a well-made movie. It is a well-put-together piece, and it is a parody. That is not obnoxious. Mm. It is it is very self aware. It is constantly making fun of itself, and it's doing it in a very tasteful way. Where I'm like, this isn't meta. This is just a good story. It's just good writing. Yeah. Good good jokes. Which is my big problem with like the new series. Like it's so meta and cringy and weird that it's like, this isn't like you have to see that this isn't good. Like this is so stupid, and is so clearly trying to re- reignite the same spark of the first one and it's missing it like missing the mark every time dude yeah i mean i haven't even seen all of them i but five and six come nowhere near the the magic of this movie i mean nowhere near like like we're talking like for fa- if if there are fans of those movies out there i feel bad for you i'm not i'm not, I'm not knocking it but it's just it's just sad that it's just that, sad that that, that the yeah. first movie is so good and the other ones are so bland in my opinion, especially the newest one, the New York one, not good. Oh my god, not that good. movie was it's so not, bad. It's not even so bad that it's funny. It's just boring. It's like what yeah, the hell that's is the going worst. On? Yeah, it was like we because we saw that in theaters and it was yeah. just like if you couldn't figure out who the killer was like immediately in that movie, like. 
something's up with you. Yeah. Like you're you're you you ain't playing with a full deck. Like it was very obvious who the killer was, and it's just a cast of in, like increasingly unlikable characters that you don't really care about. You don't really give a shit if they live or die throughout that entire movie. But the opposite, I would say, goes for for this and this movie does the complete opposite it makes you think that pretty much every protagonist in the movie is the killer at one point in time yeah it tries yeah. to get you to think like oh shit could even dewey's brought into that yeah and dewey's the killer like dewey's gonna go down the street and maybe kill the the the, the reporter on the on the walk or even vice versa right maybe you're they, kind they, of like what's maybe, going maybe on maybe the reporter's the killer i don't yeah. know that, 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 that's just one example there are plenty or of her dialogue dad and th- there's right yeah like even like by the end of the movie for the whole movie i was like convinced it was her dad the you're whole, right like, by the end of the movie I really was, and i was so sure that it wasn't her boyfriend I was like, Bro, okay, well, I'm because sold. he's so obvious, right? Yeah. He's like, oh. I was like, he, he is talking to her in a very creepy way, um, and I I'm not comfortable with the way he's he's acting around her, <laughs> and and even like some of the plot holes, like, um, when Matthew Lillard's girlfriend gets almost beheaded, um, I see him with a beer. Excuse me. After that, I'm like, oh, that's a plot hole. He, cause he, why would he'd have to go into the garage yeah, to get yeah. the beer? Yeah, and I'm like, and I hit. There's not a second in my mind that I think, oh, he's the one that did it. Um, he, I, I just thought like, oh, they just missed that. There, there must have been more right. beer somewhere else. Um, but, yeah. uh, yeah, that the the movie it is almost a spoof of like Halloween, all of these like horror movies that we've watched on the show. But it is so unique and it does something so different than all of those movies. And it, it's almost taking what you love from those movies. Like, Wes Craven knows why people are watching a Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. And he's taking those, like, villain, horror, slasher guys and you're, and you're falling in love with these characters in a, in a weird way. Like, you... Um, Ghostface is like this iconic character that you kind of like you like just as much as someone you would like maybe a Michael yeah. Myers even yeah. though Michael Myers is cool. the villain you don't you want him to lose in a way you're kind of like you're you're in love with this guy you're like I I want to watch as many movies as I can with Michael yep. Myers in it yep. um yep. I think the same thing is kind of with Ghostface of course they're it seems like they fuck it up. I haven't seen any other Scream movies. This is my first time. I don't think I've said that yet. This is my first time watching it. Man, that was so crazy. Cool. Yeah. My favorite was when we were watching it and Billy gets fake killed and Joey's like, do you believe him now that he's not the killer? Yeah, I, was yeah. like, I was like, yes. I texted Molly. I was like, he is not ready. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Oh my goodness! I did say so that too. Hard. I was so convinced. So it got me. Like, yeah, it got me the first time I watched like, it too. I was like, "What the hell?" Like, even when they the switch, when like they admit it to her, basically, I I think I even said like, "What the fuck?" Like, what? <laughs> where did this come from? Like, but it's crazy because like Nick Nick Molly and I have seen that movie, you know, over a handful of times now. And all these little hints are dropped the entire movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. But it's it's done so tastefully to where, it you know the first time you're watching it, it just goes right over your head, and then, <laughs> and and then like the third time you're watching it, you're finally understanding. Oh, okay, now I understand. Like what's what what's actually going on? It, it's so. 
it's so good, man. I love. I I, yeah. I I agree with everything you said. Wes Craven just is is paying homage. Yeah, he's also. Like it's a movie for people who love horror films. Yes. Like there's there's lots of people that will watch Halloween and they'll they'll enjoy it, but they they're not in love with this movie. They're not you know watching it as much as you guys have been watching it. And I'm I'm definitely a new fan to it. It's so good. But this is a movie for those people. Like yeah. when they're they're literally watching Halloween and I, I forget the guy's name, but the the Jamie Kennedy. Like yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, love that guy. He's he's going over like the rules of horror, and and as he's going over these rules of horror, they're like simultaneously doing those yes. rules in <laughs> yeah, the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the virgin always lives. The virgin always lives as like the main character is losing her virginity. It's yeah, like, it's right. Like very oh, funny. Yeah. It's like, oh, here comes the obligatory tit shot. Yeah, taking her shirt off. It's like <laughs> it's so well done. It's so well written. All of the shots. I was even like watching like the way the camera was moving. It, it was so well done. The music, the score. We were talking about mm-hmm. the acting. It. It has a stacked cast out Damn, of nowhere. There's yeah. a lot of people in this movie. And I'm sure there was a couple people that maybe they were just getting started. Um, like we were saying, Courtney Cox, like this this movie came out like at the beginning of Friends. Um, yeah, I think it was so. the same year. Or like two years. Oh, so it, it premiered in 96, but like I'm sure while they were filming it, like Friends is just getting off the ground. Yeah. And for sure. So this is uh, it's good for her. I'm sure she's doing well. Um from Bear, both I mean, of those franchises, yeah, I mean, just, <laughs> I'm just, sure more just so for Friends. Alone, but, and then, and yeah. then Holly brought up Ace Ventura, which yeah. was a huge movie when it came out. I mean, made yeah. a, quite a bit of money. And to, and to have like arguably the biggest star of the movie just be killed within like the first like 15 minutes of the movie, yeah, Drew right. Barry. Yeah, one of the highest billed actors. Which I'm surprised that it, it's it's part of me is surprised and part of me is not because I think it was very original for Wes Craven to do this. Yeah. But part of me is surprised that we don't see that happen more often with movie with, with horror movies is like enticing the audience with, Oh, like Margot Robbie's going to be in it, but she's only in it for five minutes and then actually gets killed. Because, yeah. Because it's yeah. like, cause like we, we, we just got her in the Kind of like what we were just bringing up by having the girl, having the mom from the exorcist show up and get killed five minutes in. But I mean, it's, it's not her character. Like Drew Barrymore is like, not like a, important character to the movie it's right. just, she's it's the just famous like girl that you're like whoa what the fuck yeah but you, you almost watch those movies and like i'll watch a movie and i'm like okay i recognize this actress i recognize this actor there's no way they kill him they're right. too big of a name and for Wes craven that was not the deal no we're gonna brutally murder her and you're gonna see every bit of it yeah, yeah. um <laughs> And I like I'm even shocked that Drew Barrymore agreed to this. this right. seems like <laughs> such sure. a, yeah, it seems like such a like different type of movie. Wait till you see who they kill at the beginning of the second one. Oh yeah, because they get somebody. It's another big name. Another very big name to get killed right at the beginning of that movie. Oh man, I need to watch the second one. The way you guys talk about it, it's it it's sounds fun. like a a great movie. As much as I love this movie, I, I would like s- I like moments from all of them, but it's just it, like I. Going back to the Ghostface character, I yeah. like Ghostface. I like how he's always framed. I like the way he looks. Always like his costume, things of that yeah. nature. Um, but since it's technically a whodunit, sometimes <laughs> when I know who two is doing it, I can't rewatch the movie and think it, it's as cool because it's someone who right. I was like 
kind of lamed out when I found out they were under yeah. the mask in, in, in a way. And yet, with this, it's different. With this, it's yeah. way different. Oh, I, I mean, bro, like Matthew Lillard and, and I, I don't know. Skeet, Skeet Ulrich. Yeah, Skeet Ulrich. They, Ulrich, they Ulrich. do they do a great job. I, you know, even when he came back in the newer one, I thought he was fine. I just didn't like that he was being utilized in that way. But yeah. I, but he him, him playing Billy is fine. He's always been. He plays like a character. like the voice inside Jenna Ortega's head. So they oh. bring him back to play him, but like they try to like de-age him. It doesn't look really good, and they make him like a really good guy, which he's not he's the most evil of evil throughout yeah. that throughout that movie especially in the first one like matthew lillard i could see like you turning him into a good guy because he's a sheep like he's yeah just he's just following like, directions he was easily manipulated i mean even with his motive he's like peer pressure he even says it. it's like peer pressure is the reason i did this which yeah is psychotic <laughs> but yeah skeet is i mean that flip he the way he was able to become so menacing, right? Was is bizarre. We all go a little mad sometimes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shoot some. That was crazy. Let's face it, Sid. Your mom's no Sharon Stone. <laughs> it's like whoa. <laughs> hey. Jeez. Yeah, that was actually. I mean, very evil on on his behalf. Is not only am I gonna kill the daughter of the mom who, in my head, wrecked my entire life. But I'm also going to take her virginity as well, so that that way it's even worse when I actually reveal who I am. Yep. Yeah, it's like right. that is fucked up, dude. What the hell is wrong with you? But I, and I, I said it last night too. But I think that what makes Scream One great, and I would even say Scream Two to an extent, is that the killer's motivations in these movies are not—I wouldn't say justified—but they make sense. Like. You have you have Billy Loomis who thinks his whole family fell apart because of Sydney's mom, and he's already like a not he's already not in a good headspace. What better way to what better thing to do? Like this is a good villain, and to have yeah the kid giving under peer pressure who's also a little like loose in the head. Great villains. The second movie I don't want to give it away, but I think the villains are a little more justified as well. After that, it becomes such a disaster where it's like, what's going on? Because I don't want I'm not going to give too much away here, but the rest of the movies are about how after Scream, the events of Scream happened, somebody makes a movie called Stab and it's just literally like a shot for shot of what happened in the first Scream movie. It's like, it's, it's the most meta aspect of the whole thing. Um, and so killers later on will just be like, the stab movies stop being good, so we're giving them new source material. And it's like, that sucks ass. That's a horrible yeah. fucking reason. And does Wes Craven do them all? Has he he did all? the first four. Oh, okay. First four? I thought I thought he did the first and the fourth. I will double check that right now, but I'm 99.9% .9 sure he did all of them. Really? Yeah, Scream 1, 2, 3, and 4. Wow. I will... Wow. Now that makes me like really want to go back and actually rewatch them. Yeah, because I like I said, the first two I think are good. The third one, they introduce like a whole bunch of weird like backstory shit that's just like ah, we know that we don't need this anymore. And then Scream Four was a big reboot, and it has yeah. Emma Roberts in it. And I said it last night, and I I know I've said that statement a hundred times. If I were to be so lucky to meet Emma Roberts, I would that would concave her skull beat her within an inch of her life take her to the hospital let her heal back up 
And then as soon as she steps out, clown on her ass. Just beat, like, knock her out. Oh my god, watch out. And just keep doing it. Like, the way you feel about Brie Larson, this is my Emma Roberts. Yeah, it's That's so insufferable bizarre. on the screen. You got, everybody has one actor and one actress that you're just, you're like, just like, dude, I, don't like you. I hate you and I wish you would stop breathing the air. <laughs> Like I wish I'm you would sure. be in movie. Yeah, I know Matt. I know Matt has I Brie with Brie Larson for a while. It's bizarre. I think it was because of Captain Marvel. But in part, Captain Marvel. I mean, yes, I, I think I think it was unjustified. Yeah, un, unjustifiable. I feel yeah. like for for me. It was when I think of Brie Larson, I just think of I think of Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. I get yeah. That. I just. I mean, even Room wasn't bad. It makes you yeah. sad, but it's not bad. <laughs> We'll have to see if I agree with that statement whenever I watch the room or something. Maybe I can give her another shot, but um, yeah, it's it, Nick's right though. Everyone's got that 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 one actor yeah. or or actress that you just see on the screen. And you're like Twenty One Jump Street. Not crazy about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, so, she, she is. These in are 21. just all movies that I'm not. Yeah, it's really it. deeply attached. <laughs> How are so you not like, deeply attached to Scott Pilgrim? That's a great Edgar Scott, Wright piece. Scott Pilgrim's a good a good one. I'll, I'll I'll give it that. I'll give it that. She is only in it for like five minutes though, and it rocks. Yeah, it's like that whole scene is so minutes. good. <laughs> yeah, Emma. But I will say with Emma Roberts as well. I thought. I mean, she, of course, had that uh, Nickelodeon show. I think it was Nickelodeon. It might have been Disney. Uh, what? Emma Roberts. What is she in? I'm very curious where he's going with this. It wasn't bad though. I, don't I, I grew up on it. Neither do I. That's why I'm looking. Emma Roberts, really? Yeah, I could be. So, I mean, dude, I'm, 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 I'm right probably now. mega wrong, but TV. I don't know much about her. I don't. I I haven't seen a lot of movies with her in it. Yeah, Unfabulous. That's what we were talking. Oh, about. Oh yeah, I never watched that. That was that was past. Dude, my I time. grew up. On that, that's so crazy. When I think of her, I think of when she did the Nancy Drew movie, and I remember being like, "Fuck this!" And when <laughs> you she hated was, that, of course I did. That I, was a dog movie. Yeah, I think that might I might have been a little bit younger too, and I just I soaked those in. I love. I was like sixteen or seventeen. My girlfriend, we went to the video store and rented that, and she was like, "Isn't this good?" And I was like, "I fucking hate my life. This is so bad." And then she was in all the American Horror Story shit, and she's terrible in that. She's done a couple other movies, and I'm just like, "You are not good at this." You were clearly banking off the fact that you're Julia Roberts' cousin, and it sucks. You suck. Yeah, I mean, she's also she's in that movie Where the Millers that I think is hilarious. Yeah, see, it, I think that's in, a bad movie. She's she's definitely. I just I think when I think of her, I think of like the the Nickelodeon childhood star that I grew up on. There, there's a lot of like uh, sentimental. How do you feel about Amanda Bynes? Dude, I love Amanda Bynes, man. <laughs> But I like all that. Like, it was not better. The Amanda Show. I mean, yes. Granted, all that and the Amanda Show are are and were incredible shows. Yeah. But but man, if I saw Amanda Bynes like in something today, I'd yeah. be like, ooh, what happened here? Uh, be gone. Yeah, I kind of. I mean, I wouldn't be mad if she was like. Like if like say she was in like the new Tarantino movie, I I would. Could watch you even it. imagine? <laughs> but like, what if she she could be a good actress? Maybe. She's I don't she's know. too coked out working yeah. on her rap career right now to do anything like that. Yeah, that's another thing. I have not kept track with her. Oh, she's she after she went off the deep end, 
she like just kept getting worse. Oh my God. Amanda Bynes has done nothing but get become like a worse person. I remember uh, checking into her life whenever she got the uh, dimple piercings, and I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah. Like I didn't even know you could do that uh, until that moment. I was like, <laughs> uh, "You can pierce your cheeks." Yeah, man. Oh, crazy. So Matt will have dimple piercings next week. Here we go. Let's let's go. <laughs> I wasn't saying that was a good thing. I was just like, "Oh my God!" I didn't know you could do that. I I think they. Yeah. I've never seen them look good on anyone. I, I, will, I will go on <laughs> the record and say nobody who has dimple piercings that it improved their appearance. It's, yeah, it's, it's solely just because they wanted. To, I guess to pierce their their cheeks, and I'm not talking about my face. <laughs> <laughs> it was um, the way that your face contorted when you said it. Like yeah. you, you almost went like in like an animation mode. You looked like a Jim Carrey bit for a minute. I would, well, dude. I mean, to to, to be honest, I would get my 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 cheeks pierced if you could just put a bar straight through <laughs> both of my ass cheeks. You pointed to your mouth cheeks when you well, said I pointed that, you, but then I did this. And then I really worry about that, you. I, I feel like that God, would not be a good idea at all. Oh, guys, I would never fucking do that. Oh, it see, be, see, we we shot the idea down. No, like, I'm was, joking. No, I'm no, joking. It's, yeah. it's, it's not gonna be one bar. It's gonna be two bars. One for each cheek. <sighs> so it's like straight through the, straight through the. He's okay, doing the mouth yeah. again. <laughs> what what, what like, do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, to each their own, dude. If you want it, it's all you. Back to screen. Can we get back to screen? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that this movie, hands down, don't know how I gave it a four last time I watched it on Letterboxd and I recorded it. It's definitely a five for me. It's perfect. I think if you like horror movies if you like movies in general that's literally how i pitched it to joey i was like yeah. i think you're gonna like this movie yeah despite not really being that all into horror it's it's yeah. one it's just a great movie through and through and it's entertaining it keeps you on your toes and it's a good whodunit murder mystery movie yeah. and it knows how to balance like between like hey let's this is gonna be like scary and thrilling and like this is a teen comedy. Yeah. Like, At the same time. It yeah. balanced those things really well, and I don't think it ever catches yeah. that balance perfectly again like it does in that first one. Like, I was I was genuinely, like, kind of scared throughout most of the movie. <laughs> While there were moments where I was laughing because they, they were telling jokes, you know, what's yeah. funny. Uh, but I the whole movie, I was on the edge of my seat, like, oh, my God, what is about to happen? Yeah. Uh, and I think that... It, it did it in such a beautiful way. I think the same thing with Halloween. It, it's taking that same premise where you're you're you are scared, but it is kind of lighthearted in some way. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think I think the movie like is it puts itself together really well. Like the last like twenty minutes of that movie, all of the music is from Halloween because Halloween oh, is constantly yeah. playing in the background. I'm like, and it always works. Like it sets it the tone for works. every single. Yeah. Every single thing. And when it's not playing, like, music from iconic horror movies, it's playing the most bizarre industrial noise I've ever heard. I love it. It's so weird. I I just... It's... I I love... Also, I did want to go on the record and say, this is probably prime example number one for a movie that uses licensed music well. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is what I mean by it has to fit the vibe. If yeah. the if the songs fit the vibe, I'm cool. If they're just kind of thrown in there for just background songs, like a good example would be Fault in Our Stars. <laughs> then I'm not I'm not a huge fan of it. It's like gonna kick it again. <laughs> I'm gonna kick it while it's down. Yeah. Another good example would be the the uh, Scooby Doo movies. Like like the songs in there are like what the hell is going on? Why but is this here? It's whatever. <laughs> 
I'll forgive it because it has Matthew Lillard in it. <laughs> okay. All right. Also, I do think the kills in Scream have like these like incredibly like high tense. It felt like the the music in Dead Space when like you're getting cornered, just like the. Da, da. You're like, man, every kill feels huge. Yeah. And so important where i think a lot of horror movies they get to a point where like each kill starts becoming like i know this person's gonna die and i don't really feel anything towards it whereas this it's like every kill feels so like such a big deal you're like no not the camera guy (laughs) yeah or even when 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 jamie kennedy like finally pieced pieced it together obviously you know billy's like holding a gun and pointed it at him and and sydney's like no don't shoot him it's not him and he just goes oh shit and then he just gets shot somewhere it's like he like he like realized like it's the fucking killer it's just yeah it's so good but it sucked too i was like oh no <laughs> so good. Also, can we can we talk about how how genius Wes Craven's cameo in this is? Yes. What the hell did you call me? Dressed Dude, as Freddy Krueger. So fun. That Every time that, that happens, it's so good. Imagine right. what would happen in today's world, though, if Henry Winkler was the principal of your school and did what he does to the students. Oh my God! With a pair of scissors, There's, I would be yeah. terrified. It's like I would hang you and gut you like fishes. I was like, dude, that principal would be like in prison today. Yeah, yeah. that's what's wrong with the world. Which, I mean, <laughs> We're not sense. rewarding the Henry Winklers of the world for being badasses, just pieces of shit kids. I mean, he does. He does die like immediately after that happened. And that's so sure. unfortunate. But dude, I thought, well, yes, and I. Honestly, the first time I watched it, I thought he was the killer. I was like, the principal. For a second, is I thought he killer. was the killer. But then he died immediately. And I was like, what? Yeah. I thought that he. I thought that he had. I thought he was the killer the first time I saw it too. And I was just like, you're gonna make the Fonz the killer? That's crazy. And then, then he wasn't. And I was like, who is the killer in this movie? It's so hard to figure out that first time. When you watch it again, it feels very obvious yeah. who the killers are. But it's. And again, that's that's something that I really appreciate about this, and not the newer ones. Is that like this this first one? There, it was just like, you, it's this person. No, it's not this person. It's it's and it's honestly the first person you think it is. And the movie takes the rest of the time to try to convince you it's not that yeah. person. And it's so focused on trying to tell you it's not that person that you forget of that. Like, oh, there must be somebody else. There has to be somebody else. And then it's Matthew Lillard the whole time, and you're like, that's crazy. That's crazy. It's so good. I also, there, I love that. <laughs> the thing is, that me too much of fucking dying, man. <laughs> I love that scene. The first time I watched it, I still love it. It's such a good, it, like, I love how they're like, they just take a break from Sydney and then they're like, all right, we have to make ourselves look like, you know, we're like surviving. They just start stabbing <laughs> each other. Did you really call the cops? My parents are going to kill me. <laughs> it's. It's such a quotable movie. I I gave I also gave it a four last night, and I just kept trying to think like there has to be something I don't like about this movie, and it, there's just not like it's just so good and so fun. It balances the medium of comedy and horror horror so well. Yep. I think that I'm also gonna have to give this one a five. I'm sitting there too with a five. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I've changed my I've changed my so mind. Good. It is a five. This yeah, is a spectacular it movie. Yeah, it's. I think that the, through, I, I think the negativity so. is just knowing where where it inevitably goes. Yeah. It's true. Which I mean, yes. and I like it. It is unfortunate that that this first entry is so strong with setting every character and giving everyone such a distinct personality i think that as you get further and further in the series that quality is lessened and lessened like each character is just they're no longer 
I don't know if you want to call them caricatures, but I feel like everyone in this movie kind of fits into their own little space, like, and they're all distinct and yeah. and, and they act different from one another. Yeah. But then in the later movies, it just feels like the protagonists all are kind of like one character. They're all different, they like, all, emotions of one human being. Yeah, and, like, one might be serious all the time, and one might be, like, scared all the time. It's just, it's, 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 it's too generic. Did you ever try watching the show? No. I watched the first couple episodes of the first season, and it was, it was awful. Like, it was so hard to watch. What, like, what's up with the, with the mask? Like, why is it different than the, the... Father Death mask. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't get far enough for them to explain oh, okay. it. But I mean, like, every character is so, so much worse because it's like, it's actually kids. So it's actual kid actors. So it's already, oh, you're like, oh man, this blows. Yeah. Like, these kids can't act. And I remember like in the first episode, some girl, some like goth girl or emo, some, some girl with, with black lipstick and is pale is, like, in line at her high school for something, and someone goes to, like, hand her a pair of scissors to cut something, and she's like, oh, haven't you heard? You shouldn't let me around, scissors. And it's, like, kind of, like, in like insinuated that she's, like, that she's got, like, a whole, like, like cutting her wrist thing going on, and I'm like, this is so awful, and so much I don't care about. Like, and, and goodbye. Yeah, and then you have just other characters that are so hyper-fixated on themselves, and, like, what again what makes the first one really good is that when characters die it means something you're like no what it means yeah. shit they're dead and the music's getting you like fuck i love that guy but you're also like wait if that's not the killer then who is yeah. whereas this one it's like whenever you see these kids die you're like please just kill this fucking kid oh, i don't care who the killer is they're the real hero here <laughs> and that show went on for like Save three me. or four seasons it's awful it's so it's so unwatchable yeah and I don't think Wes Craven played a part in that. At I, all. I don't it believe was like so. MTV made it. It was an MTV like show, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it came out after he died. Oh. Well, there you go. There you go. Scream there Four was go. his last Scream movie, or Scream like content. Damn. Well, onto a movie that also had its own TV show. Let's get into Scooby Doo Two: Monsters <laughs> Unleashed. You did not play once in this movie. Uh, all. that's not true. Totally did. How dare you? Well, the the. The pop punk version played. The original one. It doesn't play in the first one either. It doesn't. You're right. I, I, I was gonna say it doesn't play in the first one either, but the first one gets like a reggae rendition. I know, and I remember being like, "Dude, what's happening?" What? I yeah. saw that shit in theaters. Can I, can I, can I, same. Funny. Funny enough, I, I or I, I think I saw it at the drive-in. Damn. Not, not at the theater. So I that's tried way so, cooler. I, I tried so hard to like that movie as a kid. My dad took me to see that movie in theaters, and he was so excited because he loved Scooby-Doo. I loved watching the Scooby-Doo cartoons. I still love the cartoons. Yeah, we so watched it the other night, I was like, this is fun as hell. And then we both left that theater, and we're like, that was really bad. <laughs> and I've, the last time I tried to watch it, I think I was like 18, and I was still just like, this is really bad. <laughs> it's definitely not for everyone. I know that I'm coming at this with a ton of nostalgia, but let's get into it. Scooby-Doo 2... Monsters Unleashed. It was directed by Raja Gosnell. Who also directed Never Been Kissed. Directed Never Been Kissed. Directed Home Alone 3. And the first Scooby-Doo movie. And yeah. Smurfs 1 and 2. The wow. masterpieces. Wow. The tagline goes like this. They came... And that's, that's it. it. They okay. came. No, it does not. No, I'm just <laughs> it. It's just, it's just, you're an asshole. They came. They saw. They ran. 
Okay. What a great tagline, yeah, James. What the hell uh, is Unstoppable this? once again. What the hell? Does it? Okay. The, and then the, the summary goes like this. When Mystery Inc. are guests of honor at the grand opening of the Coolsville Museum of, Criminal, of, of Criminology, a masked villain shows up and creates havoc before stealing the costumes of the gang's most notorious villains. Could it be that their nemesis mad scientist Jonathan Jacobo has returned and is trying to recreate their deadliest foes? Yes, movie, that is exactly what it is. Thank you for spoiling the entire movie in your summary. <laughs> and, not, and not providing any other explanations. I think Coolsville sucks. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I think Coolsville sucks. <laughs> it's so good. That moment, by the way, I... I That's my review of the movie. I just, I just have, to, have to just say, right off the bat, the gang, I think, is casted really well and yeah. i think that the gang is written very well too though they're not hard characters to write they don't have a lot of depth right. but they don't need a lot of depth they don't need yeah i think that this movie shows that the movie's not i'm, I'm just gonna say it right out the bat it's not it's definitely not the best movie i've seen i do <laughs> deeply enjoy it right surprising but um, I definitely enjoy it, and I think it's because primarily the gang and how these characters are handled. I really like all these characters. I've loved them since I've seen them in the cartoon. I love Fred for him being his his, his leader-type self who needs to take the credit for everything. Velma being the brains, Daphne being only good looks, and like that's pretty much it. She's pretty much a shell of a human being other than that. And then, and then you have Shaggy and Scooby who are the realest fuckers on the planet. They real as fuck. They really and spark. also in this movie, it just commits to them being complete stoners. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. we don't get treated to some of the best Shaggy lines ever because the first movie has a monopoly on that, yeah. uh, particularly when the girl on the plane introduces herself as Mary Jane. He's like, I love that name. Like, dude, it's like, what the it's fuck? It's so good. Or they're on the beach so and you see like, the smoke pouring out of the top of the mystery machine and when you open it up, it's just them grilling. But you're yeah, just I like, love that. Which was like the movie insinuates it first by starting in the van and it's like see yeah. they're grilling but then it zooms out and when they open the doors it's just billowing smoke yeah. i'm like what the <laughs> fuck is this? <laughs> i mean like i love it but i was also like shameless shameless but I, I personally i think it works really well but yeah going back to this movie i think that that everyone works really well everyone's written really well um yeah it is scooby is terrifying at times but, but other <laughs> thank than you that, for saying that yeah, yeah literally one of the strangest creative decisions i understand why they did it but one scene in particular i'm just gonna jump do it a little bit into it but the thank you for letting me be myself the yeah little, that little whole musical number that, that goes on for like way too minutes. long yeah, yeah it's like it's like an extended <laughs> musical scene you it, it i love looking at Scooby at that scene because it looks like a person who's wearing like a very strange bodysuit that, <laughs> that that has a huge ass like shoulder piece and then it just kind of like cones off at the head and then because Scooby's head is only CGI'd it's like everything mm -hmm. else is just like it's like a, a real human, person yeah doing <laughs> stupid shit like <laughs> it's so funny which as a dude. kid it really didn't like bother me it I didn't bother me at all I was like right? oh yeah that's Scooby Doo and as an adult I was like that's a man that is a yeah. human man with a Scooby Doo head on yeah that they're CGI'ing like just the top of him and it is so disgusting to look at it is weird. Jar Jar Binks crawled so that Scooby Doo could run that is so 
fucking true. <laughs> yeah. Wild. But weird. <laughs> But that's really the only downside of the of the entire gang. Scooby has good moments. I would agree. Some moments you're like, why did you decide well, to animate him like that? <laughs> I would agree that I think Scooby Doo is probably the worst part of this movie. Like, I I get that like it's Scooby Doo. You obviously have to have to have Scooby Doo. I think that if they cut him entirely, like it would have been like a, I would have probably given this a higher rating as a whole. He would just. He, like, the tension would be cut, and he would just start speaking, and the tension would just, like, rise exponentially, and I'd be like, oh my god, I need this to stop. Yeah. And he would just dance, and sing, and do weird shit. I'm like, brother, yeah. what's happening? Stop moving. Just don't yeah, move just chill. anymore. Chill. It's already weird that you, like, talk, and that's fine, I get it, but holy fucking god, you're, you're, you're freaking me out. I agree. <laughs> he scared the, the shit out of me out. a couple times when, we were, when I was watching it, but, like... I know, I, I'm gathering from this table of hostility here that I am the one that thinks this one's better than the first one. Y- yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, Once the, again, the I feel bad for both of you. I Oh man, that's so bizarre. Because I think one of the biggest issues I have with the second one is that the fact that, it, of course, it's called Monsters Unleashed. And so all of the villains that Scooby-Doo and the gang have fought yeah. Come to lie. That's like, sick. But they're all CGI'd, and the CGI is so bad. I mean, we already talked about Scooby-Doo. Where the first movie, there is a lot of CGI, but it's limited. And you're not seeing it as much. And some of it you can get away with, like the like talking like spirit yeah, heads. Like spirit heads and shit, they, yeah. They it doesn't were, look terrible, but it, yeah. it doesn't look great. But it, and the monsters that like live inside them, like it, it, it was fine. Like it, it, it didn't bother me. The CGI in the second movie bothered me so much. It was distracting. I like it made the the movie like less fun because of it. I will I will agree with that. I don't remember the CGI being as harsh this time. Yeah. The first time I saw it. Can we can we talk about how much CGI was going on whenever Scooby is using a fire extinguisher and freezing the the the, the weird goo monster at the yeah. same time yeah. and also shredding it on the fire extinguisher that that scene goes on for so much longer than what i remembered as a kid i was like oh my god the whole fight is this is this a goo thing uh, like yeah it felt like a lot of that movie was compiled of just bits that went on for oh. so much longer than they needed to yes yeah, yeah. and i i will say that it, personally, I, I did, now th- this is just my like a, a good thing to actually throw into the mix because I I do really think that the plot of of the gang having this this weird existential crisis like all of them having yeah. weird moments of being like who am I and what am yeah. I doing here <laughs> and like I even love Shaggy's interpretation of that just being like well I'm gonna be like everybody else and, yeah. and just make them actually appreciate me it's it's it. It's funny. I think I think it works, but overall the ending is not as 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 strong as the as the first movie. I would too. agree with that. I would agree with that. I don't think it works as well as them splitting up and realizing that movie. yeah, that they they really need each other to work well. Like I like Daphne in the first movie is so much better than in the second movie cuz like in the first movie She's like this badass, like, she's awesome in that movie. In the second movie, she's, like, she's lame. She's dude, not dude because this she's, was... She's back to normal. This is, that's yeah. because it was Velma's time to shine. Daphne yes. had her fucking day in the sun. I, now it's time for Velma to rock. That. And I don't even, like, sympathize with her at all, with Velma, because, like, 
She she's like, I'm not hot. I'm not like love. I'm Linda Cardellini, and it's so difficult being ugly. Yeah. Get out of here it's with like, that. Like, come on. Like, right? we don't believe you. Right? No one was watching this movie being like, look at this ugly woman. Like, yeah. We're we're like with Daphne. You kind of believed that she felt undervalued and that she didn't really have a part. She wanted to be more than just uh, the looks. Right. And uh, I felt like she delivered way more than Velma delivered in the second movie, where. Like, uh, she ends up with Seth Green, who is... What an L. Yeah, like, honestly, <laughs> like, she could do so much better. Uh, where, like, Daphne is like, no, I'm a badass. Like, I'm gonna whoop these these monsters' asses. And uh, it, it was it's so much more fun, I think. But, yeah, Velma coming up with that, like, disc thing that just was like a Frisbee <laughs> at the same time. It was, it just it like, was a Frisbee. It, it was so strange. Yeah, I just didn't. didn't I will not tolerate Velma slander on this podcast. Velma's great. I love Velma. Yeah, she's probably the best part of the second movie. Linda Cardellini's interpretation of her voice it makes me crack up every time because it's such a deadpan delivery and it's it it literally (laughs) and it works so well. Yeah, I like once again. I like every. I even I I really really like uh, Freddie Prince as a as 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 Freddie. I think. I, 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 I Perfect think, casting, or, or Fred. Whatever, yeah, yeah. But like, it's it. I think that he works really well, and like he's he's very very funny. I still think that his 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 introduction in the first one is so funny because he's literally just like sitting there like twirling a rope as he's like waiting for <laughs> like orders. It's and then he's just like, oh yeah, it's like it's so goofy. He's always playing with with stupid shit like that. I think that the the reveal of the second movie having it be. Alicia Silverstone, who is all, who is actually the 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 bad guy, the, the guy that died, the yeah. quote unquote, you think dies at the beginning of the movie, is is the villain. I think that that's like it's not as grand, but I like that reveal more than it being Scrappy Doo. Yeah, yeah first, right. I'm, I'm, that was it's it. Definitely a bit. It's my dad. Like, I remember that my dad in the theater being like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like we're like yeah. in a theater full of kids, and my dad is so over it, and I'm <laughs> also kind of like. Because I was like a kid, I loved Scrappy Doo, so I was like, yeah. you know what, this movie's missing Scrappy Doo, and they did the the, the callback to him, and I was like, that's all I needed. I yeah. got what I wanted, and they were like, psych, he's the villain, and it's gonna be weird. And I was like, oh, I want this to stop. Yeah, this like, isn't what I wanted. And he looks so. But weird. even in the show, yeah. like Scrappy Doo was like annoying. Yeah, but that, that's what makes him fun. Yeah, but like I was like okay with him being like. Like he was a bad dog. Like that. That's what it was. Like, <laughs> he, 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 he was a bad dog. A bad He's boy. a bad dog. <laughs> so like, so like, because arguably, like, I owned Scooby Doo the first movie on like DVD or VHS. I don't know how I owned it, but I owned it and I watched that movie a lot growing up. Where the second movie, I've probably only seen like four times in my wow, life. Wow. So. Damn. I think that has a lot to do with it, too, because I've seen the first movie a lot. Uh, it, and my brothers, I actually texted them about that uh, that movie to remind them, like, oh, my goodness, I forgot about this movie they were saying. Uh, and and it, it was just, like, a good childhood movie for me where the second one, uh, apparently I did not have the same reaction you guys had with it, but I've definitely seen it. I've definitely seen it. I wouldn't. It's not like it's not anything like amazing. Like I'm not like, oh man, I'm so glad I watched that. I'm gonna keep watching it. Like it was, yeah. It was nowhere near as good as I remembered it being. But I still had like a a relatively decent time, and I I love Peter Boyle. So when Peter Boyle showed up, I was yeah. like, hell yeah, let's go. And he played a funny character. He was good. And then everybody the, loves Raymond. Exactly, Deborah. And then 
the movie ends with a with a song from American Idol winner Ruben Stuttered. Yeah. I was like what? what? <laughs> that, that brought me back too. I was yeah. like, oh my goodness, that's Ruben. Like, I immediately recognized him too. <laughs> so Were funny. you me like, where the hell is that guy? <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, well, what? What he's doing? Yeah, personally, I think that you know, once again, I I just I just can't stop gushing about Matthew Lillard. But I think that his 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 Shaggy impression is what makes me want to watch these movies yeah. again. I I think that just the way that they wrote him and the way that. Matthew Lillard commits to so the. Funny. To, you were really into him. I'm I'm just a sucker for really well played stoner characters because yeah. they are they always I think that they are so fucking funny. So I mean like perfect examples would be Big Lebowski. We have yeah. Inherent Vice. We have Cheech and Chong for God's yeah. sake. But 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 like this this works really well and and I think it, it's funny because it doesn't flat out say it. Yeah, but it's every single like people. It, it's just like the simple joke that Shaggy likes weird food. I just think that that's so funny. It's it's just it's stupid. Yeah, I think it works. I wish. I mean the. I think the first movie also had a better set design, like the like dungeon and the the island. I think was better than some the of warehouse. the play. Yeah, the warehouse and the museum mm-hmm. and. and there was a lot. I felt like there was more CGI with that, and it was it was a lot smaller and more contained. It yeah. felt like, like where when you're in like the the cavern where like the souls are, and they're about to sacrifice Scooby Doo in the first movie. That felt like such a massive set. And it was. And it, it was. It was like caverns and tunnels and yeah. a big centerpiece that had like a big soul well or whatever in it. Yeah, it seemed like there was a lot more practical effects in the first movie than there mm. were in the second movie, and I just appreciate that when you when you can do something something like that. But yeah, I I mean I I gave the first movie a four. I liked it so much. I was like, this movie is That's so That's crazy. Yeah, I, I would probably give that a one and a half. <laughs> Whoa, damn. Yeah, yeah. I, I really loved uh, the first movie, but... Yeah. I need I need to finish it. I was really enjoying it. I watched about like 20 minutes of it today. And they're both very quick. They're both hour and a half watches. Very true. Yeah. I like the soundtrack. I like the music in the second one a lot more than the first one. Although I, I agree with that. I, and I, but I would agree that like it's still... Even liking it, it was still like... Why? Why? <laughs> yeah, like why that? But okay. But I even as a kid, I can remember the scene where where Fred whips the the sheet off the motorcycle and they play yeah. Bon Jovi's "Wanted Dead or Alive." I'm like, this yeah. goes so hard. It actually, this yeah, is dude, so I know sick. Why it worked. I was like, yeah. Whoa. But <laughs> that's a fun scene. It also goes out of nowhere because I don't think in any canon anywhere Fred has ever ridden a motorcycle. Ever, yeah. It's so to ride a motorcycle and be like, I'm a joust at the yeah. same time. While the best song ever written is playing, it's like, yeah, this kind of rocks. And then you get the, the, the pop punk Scooby-Doo song, and it's like, yeah, all right, let's go. That scene, though, I I every time I see it, I, I just wonder how Daphne even survives. Because Fred, Fred, <laughs> Fred hops on the motorcycle and is like, I'm going to joust. And then Daphne runs headfirst to Kung Fu against an electricity monster. Yeah, and she's like good, right? And like 10,000 volts. But, like, she literally gets, like, hit or she gets zapped or something, and she gets flung, which simultaneously Fred gets joust in the chest. He kind of falls off his bike, and he's just kind of like, ugh. But then Daphne gets shocked and then shot 50 feet up in the air and arcs and then lands right next to him. 
And I was in like, his oh my arms. God, she would die. Yeah, literally. I was like, oh my God. It's called She's love. A you should try it sometime. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, They're married it's... in real life. Yeah, crazy. Really? I yeah. They've that. been married for like decades now. It's crazy. Whoa. Good yeah. for them. Right? I love that pairing. Makes you love it just a little bit more. It does, <laughs> actually. <laughs> a little bit. That's crazy. Matthew Lillard and Scooby-Doo are not still together, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately not. Until... Well, we did see them in Back in Action for their amazing cameo. Yes. I, I can't that. forget that. Cannot forget that Matthew Lillard There's cameos small, in Moody Tunes Back in Action. Yeah. He's like actually talking to Shaggy. He's like, I didn't appreciate what you did with my character, man. He's like, He's like, He's like listen, I just tried to interpret this character. And then like... Reaches across the table. Yeah. And like like Scooby like growls at him. He like, he like gets shocked. It, 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 it's such a good, good little cameo this scene. But yeah. I think one thing that, made, that I really liked about this more than the original also is I don't... I didn't think the villains in in the first one were were great, and so I think the second one plays it safe by being like, "We're just gonna use we're just gonna use villains use that you everybody. already were aware of, but we're just gonna add like this spin that like they're not fake, they're they're real. It's they're not like guys in a mask. They're real monsters now, which I thought was cool. Like just seeing a lot of my favorite characters brought, quite literally brought to life. Yeah, I just want to add too that I think that that the. The first movie feels like an attempt at a reset. We're going to try to reset the gang. And yeah. then I think when they realize that that's not what the people want, they try to double down on just the more normal Scooby-Doo formula. Yeah. And and it, it still didn't work. But, but, but that's... But <laughs> this, that, that, I agree. That, that, that this feels, exactly what they did. This feels like a TV movie. Like, this yeah, does not it, feel like a, like a... Like, the first one has, like, a theatrical feeling yeah. to it. It does not feel like a TV movie. This feels like they like ripped the budget out from under them we're just like i don't care what you do we yeah. just need a scooby-doo sequel yeah, we just need a normal scooby-doo movie the gang's not gonna break up this time okay like, yeah raja the gang's not gonna break up this time and it's just gonna be it's gonna be like short sweet to the point we're not shooting anywhere specific there's no like fancy spot or anything like that yeah. We're just going to shoot on a set, yep. and it's going to look like very weird the whole time. You're going go to go to the lot with the bar set. We're going to do that scene there. Yeah. You're going to go to the lot with, with the weird dirt patch where Fred's going to do his, his motorcycle riding. You're going to go to the lot that looks like a warehouse. That's going to be where the main fight is, and then you're going to go to the lot with the museum because that's where that all takes place. Like, yeah. like Everything just feels like, not that it's uninspired, but... Yeah. It's just not TV movie. Yeah, it feels like, but I know it had a theatrical release. But it's like, more real than I think. I think it's just simply because the first one did not work. I'd want to know how much they actually made in return, personally, because I they, let's see they probably made their money back. I looked up. I was just looking at Ruben Studdard's numbers, and it was a bummer. Oh, okay, <laughs> he's well. he's still making music, but you like you can watch the sales look like in two thousand three. He put out his first album, and it made he sold one point eight million copies, and then his last album. He put out in the last album. Excuse me, the last album that has num recorded amount of CDs sold was in 2014, and it sold six thousand. He has sold. He has two. He has two other records, or one. He has one other record that came out in 2018, which has no number, and then he has an album coming out this month, uh, that uh, called "The Way I Remember It." But anyways, the Scooby Doo budget. Well, I I have the Scooby Doo two budget up. It's um. They, they, it was $80 million. No, it was not. But For you, what? You know what the worldwide gross is? 
a hundred eighty one dollar million dollars. Was hundred eighty one dollars? Hundred eighty one million dollars. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, I mean, that's that's a good return. That that's weird. They didn't cut the budget at all. The first movie is eighty four million dollars. Wow, yeah. it's just utilized completely. I just different. don't know. It made two hundred seventy five million. So these are the first one did. Yeah, so these are oh, successful wow. I mean, movies. The first one blew the bank. Though. But I mean, like, like it one. still doubled their almost doubled it their money. Did. Like it's true. I mean. But they must have looked at, at the at the decline, and they were like, "Okay, we went from two seventy five to one eighty. What's the next movie gonna say? That means we're gonna break even, essentially." Yeah. And they were like, "We're not doing that." Uh, to be fair, every other Scooby Doo movie, like live action Scooby Doo movie they put out, was a Cartoon Network original. It only premiered on Cartoon Network, so I imagine the budgets were even more like destroyed from there because it's not the same cast. The cool thing is that Matthew Lillard does go on to actually voice a couple of animated Shaggies too. Which, so I've, which, so which I've I heard. Is, is, is pretty cool. I wonder if you voiced him in the one where like it's the Twin Peaks crossover. That would be yeah a weird melding of worlds. And Wouldn't what it? If, and what if that's how he got into into season three or right? something? So weird. That would be that's such a bizarre. I don't know what Scooby Doo show that is, but it was very weird. Like the amount of times strange. they go into the red room from Twin Peaks, I was like, huh. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's like, sure. Never even heard of that. That's crazy. We found yeah, it during COVID, and it was in crazy. A, in a newer cartoon series, I don't even know what it is. I I, it, I think it's from it's from like 2018, or something 2016, like that. Something like that. That's wild. But yeah, I don't watch. I mean, I don't watch like newer right, Scooby Doo. <laughs> the original cartoon, I think, is the best version yeah. of it. Kind of like Tom and Jerry, but it was um. I think the last show Scooby Doo show that like I watched like unironically like every day was What's New Scooby Doo when they when they rebooted Scooby Doo and Simple Plan did like the intro song I was like this rocks and it, it still, still goes hard I mean the intro is so good and it was still good like it was still like a yeah so good it was still like a, a solid like show like yeah. through and through I can f- I keep getting like screenshots for this for this show where they went into Twin Peaks but I can't find the. Na- uh, Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, that's what uh, it was called. Oh, okay, yep, yep. There we go. I was like, nobody will tell me the fucking name of the show, just that it was a Scooby-Doo show where they go into the Red Room. I think in that one, Shaggy and Velma actually become a thing. Yeah, I think that's the one where they're dating. Did you watch the Velma TV show with Mindy Kaling? No. And that's nice. the way we're going to keep it. It's yeah. TVMA. Yeah. Did you know that? I did I know that, because they were trying to make it like, they were trying to, they were trying to make it dark, meta- edgy cringe bullshit and it just wasn't funny or good in any way shape or form i've unfortunately never enjoyed mindy Callen. no i I don't think that she's funny i have to say that i i disagree but no i know we've had we've had many (laughs) wait you're a mindy Kaling fan yeah dude dude come on well anytime she wasn't on the office it was just like you gotta leave dude dude, i watched every episode of the mindy show or was it the mindy project mindy project come on i watched every episode of that i don't know why it was funny to me is she like a talk show host in that in that show though no she's like a doctor i was pretty sure it was a doctor yeah that sounds terrible. It was not good. It was. <laughs> it's it's not bad. It it was funny ish. I, I don't know. I it, that was one of the. It's definitely not as good as The Office, but it is like funny, and I I've always thought she was funny. That's that I I'm surprised you guys don't like her that much. I don't think that she's funny. I think that she has the, she plays like the she has like the same jokes over and over and over again. And she's like, isn't it funny when I say that? And it's like not when you say it's the only thing you say. You gotta keep it coming. Keep keep. Keep me on my toes. Let's yeah. let's laugh at some other things. 
I will say that my introduction to her was was The Office. Yeah. I know that her character is supposed to be annoying. I get that. But arguably, every character is supposed to be funny, though, right? Like, yeah. It, it, it's the fucking office, for, for, for God's sake. So, like, it, but you don't that, like The Office. I, I Wait, what? You don't like TV shows You in don't general. like... Wait, no, hold on. You don't like The Office? I'm not in love with it. Dude, you're so fucking fired tomorrow. It's not even funny. You cannot let that... that you cannot let that seep out anywhere. They'll 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 I know, eat you they'll alive. Gut me. I know, dude. Every but time. that's just like normal life. I feel that's like that's not just like where you're. Sure, but I I would argue that's like most people. It is. Yeah. I don't have anything against it. I like think you're definitely that... in that minority of like Americans that don't like The Office. Sure. Yeah. I don't mind say. it. I it's... think I've I've never seen an episode where I haven't at least chuckled. But there are some episodes that are really good, and then there are some episodes that are like. Okay. Yeah, it's called mm. everything after season five. You can you can bail after Jim and Pam get married. No, what? That's when it gets good. That is so incorrect. Dude, the last two seasons I think are just as good as the you Scott are season. all so incorrect. It is season two through five that are the most. Yeah, one one just, is hard to get through. One so. is brutal. <laughs> one is so unwatchably bad. Two is probably two and three are probably the best seasons. Four is super strong. Five is like. It is hit a plateau, and you know yeah. it can only go down from here. And then it just starts to, like, Save topple on top of itself. Then they get, then Michael leaves, and it's not funny. And then they introduce Catherine Tate, another just unspeakably awful human being. And, and like, oh, I hate Catherine Tate so fucking much. And then the last season is not bad. I do enjoy yeah. the last season. And it gets bizarrely very depressing very fast. Um... Yeah, but I just felt like. But they turn it around. They like turn the around. Last it has a good. It, it has a good finale. Really it has yeah. a very good finale. But that season before season eight with Robert California and Catherine Tate is so insufferable. I hated Robert California. I hated Robert California. It was too. awful. I'm gonna cut um, all of this office talk. <laughs> no one needs to know this. But uh, next week. Is our big Halloween special. Oh, wait. We didn't rate Scooby-Doo. Um, oh, shit. All right. My bad. I'm my giving bad. Scooby-Doo 2 a two and a half. <laughs> oh, same. Two and a half. Two and a half. I'm probably going to give it... I'm going to give it a three. Damn. Okay. All right. Yeah. Solid enough. I rewatch it. Yeah. Two and a half. I think it, it's like I, I, I enjoy too much about the characters for me just to give it two and a half. It's okay. like right there. Nostalgia too. Definitely. Nostalgia's playing a big part in that. I get that. All right. Take two. Next week... Is our big, big, big Halloween special? Yeah, we did one last year. I think, and it's I think we're kind of doing the same same movie really this year because last year we did the original Halloween and Halloween Ends was the Chaser. This year, as you may recall, during our Christmas special, I gifted the Shot in the Chaser podcast each a copy of the four and a half hour supercut of the new Halloween trilogy without Corey Cunningham. And that is what we are going to watch. I will also say this really quick. We didn't even know this movie worked until like a week ago. Nobody, <laughs> yeah. none of us have watched it. We were kind of saving it for like a big moment. And what bigger moment than our second annual Halloween special to go in depth on the four and a half hour cut yeah. of Halloween. The Don't Fear the Reaper so, cut, if you will. I'm so excited to watch something that the fans have made to see if Plus, I'm I'm gonna try to watch the original Halloween ends like theatrical, and then be, before actually watching this one, just because 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 I want to know I want to know how much is actually cut essentially. That's fair. 
That's fair. Just, just, just so that way, because I, I think that one's going to have the most shaved off of it. I think the other ones are going to be untouched as far as I've heard. That's, that's what I would gather too. Cause I think that like the first two movies are like a little under two hours and I'm pretty sure, yeah, it's the first two movies just smacked like together. Minutes of the last and then they movie. just cut all the Corey Cunningham stuff and just make it into its own, like, final thing. Which I'm like, that's fine. I would rather that yeah. than have to acknowledge Same. Corey as a character. I can't wait to see one of my favorite moments is obviously when Michael comes out of that cellar. Yeah. In, in Halloween Kills. I can't wait to see how they, they make it seamless from, from them leaving and, and, and Lori screaming yeah. to the firemen, like, pulling up and, like, literally going into the house. Like, I wonder yeah. if that's how it's going to be cut. Like, literally, she starts screaming and then the firemen just pull up and then they get out. It's like, oh, my God, it's already going. Like Yeah. So pretty I'm cool. hype. It's going to be a good time. So, yeah, we're going to do a full, full review of that. And then we're on to my favorite season of the year. <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> What? <laughs> no, that's not my favorite time of year. Christmas starts on November 1st and you fucking know it. Oh, rough. What the hell? Rough? <laughs> Where can people yeah, find us on, on Letterboxd, Matt? Letterboxd, we're on Shot and Chaser Pod. That's right. You can also find us on Cringe Twitter at the Shot and the Chaser Podcast or at Shot Chaser Pod 22. Yee. You can also find us on Instagram. We are under the Shot and the Chaser Pod. Or the Shot in the Chaser podcast. Hey, yo. Let's see what Matt's been tweeting on here. Oh, no. Dude, there was something funny you did recently on Twitter. <laughs> I'm pulling it up right now, too. Oh, you shouldn't have. You shouldn't have. There's the one where you call uh, the guy that's making John Wick a liar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because he said, it, he's like, I literally have nine movies written. I'm not going to make them because I don't want John Wick to be a cash grab. You're lying. You're lying. <laughs> You're fucking lying. Um, <laughs> you had tweeted also, because uh, they, they put out today that Bo is Afraid lost $35 million. And you said, oof, maybe it was the monster penis. <laughs> maybe not. I don't like, think it was the monster penis. But I don't think it uh, helped. It, didn't, it definitely didn't help. I'm, I'm thinking people are sitting there in their seats pissed as hell, and then they see a monster dick, and they're like, fuck this movie. And then they told their entire friends to hate it. Too. They told all of their friends to hate that movie. Pretty much. And then you posted some some shit about the, the new Exorcist movie. Um, you posted the quote of um, the, <laughs> William uh, uh, Freakin's passing where he's like, I hope I'm dead before the exorcist believer comes out. I thought that that was crazy. That was so yeah. fucking yeah, funny. Yeah. When, I, when I read that, I had to repost that because I was like, oh my God, if there's not a damning piece of evidence for believer, then that is definitely not, uh, it's not praising for sure. <laughs> no, not at all. But until next week's annual Halloween special, I'm Nick. I'm Matt. And I'm Joey. Thank you guys so much and have a good night. Mwah! It's supposed to be thunder and lightning.